Hello and welcome to the Bob Edwards Show for Tuesday, July 16th. There are reporters who never get tired of covering wars in far-off lands or racing to the scene of the latest natural disaster or man-made catastrophe or being at the center of national politics or keeping up with our gluttony for celebrities in their messy private lives. But then there's Bob Dotson. He's a national correspondent for NBC News, and he's found that almost everyone has a story to tell. His Today Show feature, American Story, has introduced us to hundreds of fascinating everyday people. Dotson's new book is titled American Story, A Lifetime Search for Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. And later in the hour, another conversation with children's book author and illustrator Daniel Pinkwater. When journalists travel to the scene of a story, they often see the people they meet as sources, elements of the formula for a successful report. The official spokesperson, the eyewitness, the relative. The event is paramount, and the people serve to tell its tale. Bob Dotson flips that formula around. When he travels to meet someone, it's because he wants to get to know that person and hear about their life. Dotson hosts the American Stories segment on NBC's Today Show, and he's returned to some of his favorite people to gain a deeper understanding of their experiences, ideas, and dreams. The result is the book American Story, a lifetime search for ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And after decades of listening to other people's stories, Dotson has a million to tell. I asked him about a man named Mario Capecchi. Mario Capecchi was a poet whose mother was in Italy and wrote some poetry that the Nazis in World War II didn't like. So they snatched her off the street, and Mario became, well, kind of like one of the boys out of a Dickens novel. He was five years old, and he was wandering around with other children, and he learned how to steal food pretty well. And, of course, he said shelter was no problem because every house was blown up in northern Italy. And he did this all through the war and managed to survive. He ended up in a hospital... And the nurses kept him without clothes because they thought he would try to run away. And they said, when you get well enough, we'll finally let you go. A year later, a lady comes wandering in that he almost didn't recognize. It was his mother. She had gotten out, God knows how, out of the concentration camp and spent a year looking for him, found him. Within six weeks, she had a brother who was uh, a Quaker who lived outside of Philadelphia. He sent them passage. They came to the United States. He starts into a Quaker school, and of course he had never been to school. He was a feral child, he said.